0: This week, I'm Dr. Drew After Dark. I used to see people snore coca and go, it's like reading a book backwards. Stop. You're yeah. wasting it. Mm. But So it's not a tear. A tear in a, but- a butthole, is it? Is it a it's, a <laughs> it's a tear of sorts. <laughs> What the fuck is he doing?
1: I know. It's beyond. <laughs> Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Doctor After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. And welcome everybody, to Doctor After Dark. Phone number eight one eight two five three one six nine three. The emails at gmail.com. Today, the one and only Rich Voss, everybody. Rich Voss, we well, we have history,
0: my friend. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I think the first time I met you was at Sirius Radio. I don't know what show. I think we were doing either Stern the, the after show or something. Jim and Sam. Oh, the after Stern show. Stern after show. I yeah, think. It was the yes. after show. i yes. forgotten that. Yeah, we did that we together. Did. That's right. And then, and uh, I did one of your live tapings.
1: We'll talk about that in a second. I want to tell everyone to go to the one of four specials on Comedy Central. Also, what's going on right now? I'll go to the podcast. My wife hates me, of course. He does that with his wife, Bonnie McFarland, right? Yes, and she does hate you. Yes. I heard I saw I witnessed it a second ago. You <laughs> called her and she's like stop buying all those rings.
0: Like, what? Yeah, she just went out and bought a house. What? Double my yes. She's got all this a lot, her career's doing really well. Oh good. You know, it's, she's going to keep you something. in the
1: manner you become accustomed.
0: Well, listen, I've been on the road for 100 years. Uh finally I could take a little break, you know, and so she goes out, ah, let's get this house and you know it, it, Moving's the most stressful thing in life. Oh my god! It's more than my di- first divorce was easier than moving and shanks right. on the golf course. And you're
1: you're less young now than when you had your divorce, and as you get older, true. it gets
0: much harder to move around. Just my garage alone is going to take me a week to move uh, all no, that. Look, stuff.
1: Not only do you have a bunch of shit, a bunch of stuff, but when we were kids, we could literally stay on somebody's couch for a month, not even think about it.
0: You know and what? Just you move around. It's so true. Like my daughter, my sixteen-year-old or fifteen, gonna be. Her room looks like a cyclone. If I showed you it, it looks like, and my, my wife goes, your, your room must've been light. I go, I didn't have anything growing up. Right. I didn't have toys. And you know, we lived, my mom was divorced. I lived for, we lived free. I I shared a room with my brother. I didn't have anything to get dirty. Do you know what I mean?
1: My daughter's room looks like that too. And she's about a year and a half in the the program, like hasn't missed a day since day one. Uh And I was been giving her a ton of crap. I've said, look, uh, this does not look like a sober person's room. Oh. <laughs> not, that gave me, I'll throw to the quick. Yeah. And then I said, I, I thought in the program, you're supposed to have your outsides reflect your inside. It doesn't look like if that's going on on the inside, I don't
0: think this is a very good time for you. I found an empty bottle of vodka in my daughter's room. Ooh. And my daughter said, oh, it was my friend's. Uh. She said, get it out of the house. I go, well, one, your friend doesn't have garbage hands. <laughs> Two, I was a drug addict. There's nothing you could say to me that is believable, right? Because I, I not only have I said it, I've made up some stuff. Yes. Uh, now, it, my
1: favorite drug addicts are the ones that will steal someone's wallet and then yeah, help them look yeah, for it. <laughs> I, and I've seen that story
0: a number of times. Yeah, that's literally same. what happens. That's the story. That's the difference between an alcoholic and an addict. An alcoholic uh, will steal your money. Well, whatever. Yeah, just I mean, steal the money, yeah.
1: and the addict will help you look for the wall yeah, afterwards. We'll help you look
0: after. uh so there's nothing. My my daughter's going to come home pregnant. and Go, oh, this is my friend. Yeah. She told me to bring, you know, carry it for. her. Uh She's 15. You know, I started when I was 15, but you know, I guess by the time I was 28, I got, I went into rehab. So, well, What's your drug of choice back then? Well, I started off doing everything, and then I worked my way up to as the custom, up to free base. Mm. You know which crack but i free base sounds more uh what's R- romantic uh, yeah romantic back right? in the day Richard yeah. Pryor prior free yeah <laughs> crack i mean it was whatever <laughs> crack sounds a little mm. i used to see people snore coke I'd go it's like reading a book backwards stop you're yeah. wasting it mm. but you know turn uh,
1: turned it into free base yeah that's how you do it
0: i i would imagine now getting if i was still well i wouldn't have lasted this long if i I couldn't have be, been a Coke addict with all that fentanyl. and stuff. I mean, I don't oh, know. Oh, you could have died really easily. I, prob- yeah. I don't know if you've, I don't know. I don't want to get well as I it's know mixed it's in. unlucky.
1: It's fentanyl's mixed in with everything right now. Is it? And it? Yes, everything. And it can kill you easily.
0: Not with turkey burgers. Probably not. No. Probably okay. not, but, but soon enough. <laughs> things are going. Okay, so real quick. I have 37 years sober, uh, 35 years off of red meat, 17 off of cigarettes, uh, so I quit chicken and turkey three years ago. Mm. And I'll still leave. my wife's a Fish. vegan, which is a nightmare. But I went back on turkey like two weeks ago. And I, I made this decision. Like with alcohol and drugs, I have a network of people. If I mm. felt like it, which I wish I could call. There's no one to call for turkey. No. There's no one to like, no. hey, look, I'm thinking of going back to turkey. You know, And I'll call stupid Bobby Kelly. And they'll go, yeah, we'll get some cranberry sauce. me. <laughs> or you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? There's no one to call. So I is there no like, one
1: to go? Have you thought this all the way through? Yeah, yeah, really,
0: <laughs> you know what this can lead to, chicken. Uh, but I did buy turkey burgers and mm. and I have I I could not wait to get to Texas so I could have bar- real barbecue again. It's ah. been three years, mm. chicken or turkey. Yeah. But
1: what's I, wrong with beef? Uh, well, it's a for better me, quality
0: protein. Uh, for me, one it screws my stomach up. You know, Jews we all have bad stomachs. Yes. Bad stomach. And I was, you know, when I quit red meat, I was eating late at night after shows, you know, chili dogs and oh, just that's crap. different. Oh. Yeah, well, I'm just saying okay. you it know, leads pe- to that. Yeah, it's just, but there's nothing wrong with meat. If you do anything in moderation, moderation yeah everything's okay.
1: It's true. So we had a life together, you and I, not just at the Stern after show, the after, what do they call yeah. The after? The after show. Stern after show. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Gary and John and those guys. But uh, you did do a live version of this. Did you guys know we did a live version at Caroline's about five years ago? Remember you had to yeah. prep some videos for us Yeah, and stuff? I
2: remember
1: that. And I remember we showed the guy in the uh, septic tank doing the dump, the shit diving. And that was the thing that put people over the top. I don't know if you remember, there were
0: people angry with us for showing that video. Wait, he, the tank was poop? It was full of poop. My He fell into my career. He, this guy <laughs> fell into my...
1: He actually put a leather outfit on got, and then I, fell into your career.
0: No, he fell into it. I kind of remember showing the video. Uh, they were mad in the audience at that? I
1: remember some audience members got pissed and sort of
0: started to give me... It's a comedy show. It was like, yeah, people aren't comfortable... Unless they're upset about something.
1: Well, that, those were the early days of that. Yes, and it's, certainly, it's certainly been a developed art since then. <laughs> yeah. and Kat Timpf was on with us. Do you remember that? Yeah, Finally. she's a uh,
0: like a Fox News person. She's a uh, libertarian
1: Fox. who oh. sort of gives contrarian views at, at Fox.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, she was on, and I know I did a like maybe fifteen minutes or thirteen minutes stand-up set, yeah, which yeah. they were a great crowd. Yes, they were, but I don't bad. fail. Uh, and Caroline's and is gone now. The, who the, is? The
1: Caroline's. They closed that
0: studio. Because of think. that show. Because of the guy well, falling in uh, poop. You no.
1: had to do something.
0: No, but, they have closed. Yeah. It's so
1: crazy to me that the Caroline's closed. Like the Broadway one,
0: anyway. That's the only one. Oh, I thought there was one in Brooklyn or something? Or downtown? No. Okay. No, it, the cellar has so many rooms Yeah, now. But Caroline's, they raised the rent. And after the pandemic, Times Square... Is just no no one goes yes. to Times Square. Yeah, you're right. You you're know, right. during the pandemic, it's just Times Square is, and I'm not saying count. I'm just saying Times Square is kind of gross now. Yes, yes, it you is. You know, sir. so I guess they were getting a lot of walk up traffic uh-huh. from a lot of tourists, and through the pandemic, tourists weren't coming to New York. Yep. So that people wouldn't walk by and say, "Oh, comedy club," and you know, mm. and 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 you know, a lot of these people that were going to that club. Just went because of the, they didn't know the comic. Yeah. You know, like, so when I work and, and, you know, someone's just there because of comedy and, oh, they did no research and they might get offended or whatever. That's why what so, they walked into yours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and But you would never go to a music venue. Right. Sit in the front row and go, hope it's jazz. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know where you go. Not yeah. with comedy. They just pop in. Yes. and You know, and New York has all these barkers out there. Come in. We have this guy, that guy, but not downtown, not to stand or to sell or or whatever. Um, The
1: stand, right. I'm actually going there next week to do the Legion of Skanks.
0: (laughs) I just did. That's my management owns that club. It's a beautiful club. It's great. Mm. It's really beautiful. Uh, Yeah. So you're going next. I I know when they take what night, uh, Am I there next week? I don't know. I'll look for you. I'll that's yeah. for you. Yeah. So, what was your bottom with drugs? What happened? Uh Well, it's I don't know. I mean, it 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 leads to it every, you know. I guess I remember one night I remember my bottom was not learning how to talk. <laughs> I uh one night I I must have smoked an eighth of and I, I gotta go, and I didn't know anything. I got to go to rehab. And I went up to some rehab. I think it was Fair Oaks back then. Mm. And I sat there and I go, I sat there for two hours. We had hours and I'm coming down. They go, do you have insurance? I go, no. And I go, oh, we can't. And by the time I left, I was not high anymore. So I probably re- out for another year. Mm. And just, you know, just. Cocaine's kiss, a funny one. It, it doesn't have
1: it? the same kind of dramatic bottoms that uh, like opiates do. Where you're being resuscitated, you know, on a ventilator for three weeks.
0: Well, also, too, well, here, and I'm not telling you anything about addiction you don't know. Well, anyhow, I put myself in rehab, and see, cocaine is, look, addiction, like you say, heroin, barbiturates, uh, whatever— you're going to you're going to detox for whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a physical there's yeah. no physical detox. There's no withdrawal. From,
1: there's no withdrawal. Not from cold. There is a adjustment of yeah. 6 months, but not withdrawal. Yeah. yeah.
0: Addiction for, you know, it's and I I can almost promise this, if you stay clean or sober long enough, the obsession and compulsion will be lifted, mm-hmm. which is the addiction Mm -hmm. you know you're just that's just a symptom of who i am look i mean come on who has five rings you know 70 pairs of sneakers somebody who's empty uh (laughs) you know somebody who has the spiritual void of a rock so my bottom was i think the last run i was i spent all my money i was in boston and drove from boston back to new york with some waitress just to cop Mm. hotel then I all my money's gone, and I'm going. I'm I'm almost home, but I have to drive back to Boston. Oh my god! Do one night. Notice. My luggage is in a in a paper bag. My and I'm going. What you know? And uh, I go. I can't. And I remember. I go uh, going to rehab. My mother driving the night before I went to rehab. I called this guy, books I go. Do you have a one nighter? Uh, uh, I'm going to rehab tomorrow, and I need to go get high one last time. And I did a one nighter. I went up to Spanish Harlem, bought like five vials of crack, smoked them. My mother dropped me off, and I have not picked up since that day. You know, I have gambling to fall back on. Oh, uh, good. No. <laughs> Excellent. Like many of the people here.
2: Uh,
1: let's go to some calls, shall we? There's, there's actually some calls about uh, substances coming in here, so this I thought would be good for you. This is uh, Brandon. What's going on, Brandon.
3: Hi, Dr. Drew. nice to talk to you. How you doing?
1: You as well. What's happening?
3: Um, I got a question uh, about um, my brother who is addicted to drugs, who will be getting out of jail here again uh, shortly. Um, I just kind of wanted your opinion, if that's okay.
1: Um, we're all listening. and It is a good day to have these kinds of conversations. So, Rich, Rich Voss is here with us.
3: Yes. So, oh, Rich. Hello. How are you doing?
0: Good. How's it going? You're in Canada?
3: I'm in Canada. That's right.
0: My wife's from Canada, Cold Lake, Alberta.
3: Your, what
1: was your first hint when you said a boot? Oh, <laughs> my, my,
0: my my brother's getting out of prison. <laughs> Good point.
1: I, I looked at the board, who he, says Ontario, he, I he he Ontario, getting,
0: California. He oh, a boot. Oh.
1: So anyway, what do you need to know? What can we help you with?
3: So he's been on uh, drugs uh, for about six years, meth, uh, and um, he's had two children with another drug addict and uh, he's three years old than I am, and he's in and out, in and out, and I'm taking care of his kids now who have you know, developmental problems because uh, the mother was on drugs, oh boy. and um, he'll be coming out here again shortly, and I just don't know if I need to change something or if he needs to change something or the family, um, well, what to do and what to kind of expect because it's this pattern of stealing and using and leaving. And, uh, just a couple and quick, quick questions. How old is he? He's 29. And
1: how long has he been in prison for?
3: Uh, well, this stint is uh, about eight months, but it's repetitive over like five years.
1: And do you know, was he using in prison?
3: Um, or you yes. don't know? Yes. On and off of hard in the prison okay. he's at, but, you know. <laughs> All
1: right. And so, uh, Rich, I'll give you a first crack at this. I've got some
0: ideas. Here's for me. Uh, you there's nothing you you can do for his addiction you have to detach maybe go to uh al anon or uh, what's the other one for Narcanon? Narcanon, because you narconon i guess there's the there's nothing all you could do is not enable him
1: yeah, so uh, Rich is absolutely correct. Uh, so in order to, yes, things need to change, to answer your question, because the unless somebody changes, the same pattern is going to repeat itself. His disease is untreated. Your codependency is untreated. Things will recur exactly as they always have. So the way I help people understand this, it's literally like, Brandon, you and whoever else is involved with him, your wife or if there are other caretakers, need to no longer dance with him in his disease you have to exit the dance floor and the only way you can do that is with other people pulling you off and holding you off because the disease is an interpersonal disease you will get sucked into it every time and there's nothing you can do about it unless uh, as even as a practitioner working this field for over 20 years I always bring somebody in the room with me to hold me back to pull me back if I start going in the, the plant in the Little Shop of Horrors, the Audrey 2, perfect model for addiction. Remember the plant that eats people? Yeah. You go near the plant, it eats you. That's addiction. The only way the plant didn't eat people is if somebody pulled them back out of the plant. That's your Al-Anon sponsor. That's your Al-Anon community. That's it. And that will change things. It will change you, you in an active program of recovery from codependency yep. will change the whole operation. Uh, and if you detach from him, if you decide that's how you're going to deal with him, you won't deal with it. Uh, you won't be dismissive. You won't be angry. You won't be resentful. You will just be realistically out of love for him. You will just go back into your Al-Anon support group and not not be involved. And he cannot right. be involved.
0: There's, there was nobody that can make me want to stop but me. I mean, everybody is, you know, there's at least four or five people affected by somebody's drug addiction or alcoholism. And that person has to make the decision uh, to stop themselves. It's scary. It's so scary. And
1: they'll they'll use your fear, particularly the moms, the mothers. They have this fantasy that the the child will die, which they do and they will, but the child will then use that. Well, I'm going to kill myself then. Or, yeah, you're going to allow me to die, and I'm going to die. And the moms freak out and jump in codependently, and then we have the whole cycle started all over again. So you know, whatever you do, do. It has to be highly structured, highly structured. Uh, In other words, if he's going to visit his kids and that kind of thing. Yeah.
3: So I am kind of the leader. I live with my fiance, my mother, and now there's two small children who my mother takes care of Mm. which she can't take care of, you know, Mm. into her 70s when these kids are 18, uh, 20. Um, I kind of cut him off, my brother. You know, I'm like, you're not my brother anymore. Um, You know, we were kind of hoping the kids would change his life around. That hasn't happened. He's stolen money from me. My fiance, who I was dating for one time of the year, you know, $640, you know, things go missing. And I just don't know if maybe I need counseling myself, as you said, for that codependency. Or is it I'm just hoping that, you know, he's going to get better because he comes out of jail with weight on, you know. And then, you know, a month later, he starts losing weight fast. And I go, oh, he's back on drugs. Brandon, if he doesn't, if he isn't doing
1: something active to manage his addiction, he will go back. So if you don't see him actively engage in some kind of treatment or 12-step or mutual aid or something, yeah.
0: he will go back. It, That's just
1: the way this thing works.
0: Just, you know what, he, uh, Just you got to do what's right yeah. for you the, and your family. The,
1: yeah, the answer uh-huh. is yes. Either get therapy and or go to Al-Anon. That's yeah. it. That is yes. Because you can't fight it alone. I cannot stress this enough. On yeah. your own, the, the disease wins every time. You have to have somebody who understands this thing in your corner, like a boxer. You know, if a boxer goes yeah. into a fight, you have to come back and talk to Burgess Meredith in the corner, yeah. you know, and, and the, you need that or you can't, you can't do it. You can't win the fight. Crazy, right? This is yeah. cunning, baffling, well, extraordinary the, disease.
0: Uh, I'll tell you what I really got out of this call was I'm going to go play 640 uh on the pick three tonight. Oh, Because six, six I play six thirty my birthday. M- maybe we should call uh,
1: Josh Potter this week too, no. because he's a
0: he's a he's a winning gambler. So maybe you want to. Oh, the guy him. from Cal. What did he win on?
1: Uh, what did he win? On? Uh, did he, win did he tell us he had a, a Buffalo game or a Jets I, game or no, something. That's the Buffalo
0: Bills. Okay. Yeah, you know people they, God, you know, I, one night, I mean, in my active addiction, you know, I was in New York, running and. Out of money, and my I call my father, and I I went to his house. I go, I need a, you know, I used to paint back then, two houses or do it I go, I need twenty dollars for a gallon of paint. Sure. Tomorrow.
1: Do you <laughs> think
0: he didn't know what yeah. I needed twenty dollars for? He's wishing. Yeah. He's wishing yeah. you're going to go buy the paint. Yeah. I, yeah, the I, I get it. as a parent, you yeah. can yeah. understand that. And I felt I f- that's one of the things that really hurt that I did that. Like you know what I mean? Like, believe
1: me, your dad was fine with
0: it. No, no, I wasn't though. To to get to that point, like, where I'm going, oh,
1: hold on a second, uh, Rich, hold on a second. You mean addicts, a, an addict got to the point where he stole from his family? I don't think that's ever happened before. Boy, I am shocked, my friend. That's amazing. I, but, I did,
0: but I did it in a Bernie Madoff type of way. I understand I it was you. Know. That's what's interesting
1: here. But but addicts yeah. do that. That's where it no, goes. Know, that's where it goes. Stop listen. buying those rings. You'll be fine.
0: Okay, Bonnie. <laughs> so,
4: <laughs> thank
0: you. So,
1: so Anna, what's going on? Hello. Uh, thank you for
4: taking my call, Dr. Drew. Mm-hmm. So... Um, a year ago, over a year ago, um, I started dating this guy that I knew. He was a heavy drinker. He was a very ambitious, social at guy. He was a heavy drinker, but never an alcoholic. And then we started dating because I was not really a big drinker. He stopped drinking, but then he got heavily into doing Adderall. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point that it got to a point that like he would do it every day. Mm-hmm. And then his behavior started to change. he but uh, he lost a bunch of weight and then he started like isolating himself um, to the point that everyone around him, not only me his friends but his family um, really noticed those changes. and then um, after a couple of months, he started having like this paranoia psychosis, mm-hmm. if you will um, he He was thinking that, like, everyone is out to get in. Okay, all right. We we don't need more, Uh, Anna.
1: Anna, hang on. So, uh, Anna, Anna, he's in a drug-induced psychosis. Uh, It is unusual mm -hmm. to get that degree of psychotic from the amount of Adderall you're describing. So, either he's doing a lot more or he's adding other things in, like meth or weed or other things, even cocaine. Did you get paranoid? I
0: didn't know anything about Adderall. Mm. I don't even know what it is. It's a uh, dextroamphetamine. Uh-huh. I I didn't get paranoid. Nah, I I guess you get
1: paranoid while you're doing With it. With crack, you get paranoid about uniformed officials.
0: Yeah, but I remember when I... Remember, they told me to pull over, and I kept driving, and mm-hmm. he took his billy club and smashed my taillight. Mm-hmm. I drove right past him in New York. I wasn't... Look, I was on a mission, you know, and then when that mission was over, I was on another mission. Mm-hmm. So I don't know... Uh, I, pot made me paranoid. Right. So, so let's, let's see
1: what, what maybe is going on here. So in his delusions, uh, when you try to talk to him, does he say repeatedly, you're not listening to me? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And he, okay. All right. So like, in Sundays the, in, hang on, hang on, it on me. Anna, it's a drug induced psychosis. It's a psychiatric really emergency. He might need to be hospitalized. You need to get him to a psychiatrist that can help him. It's probably a hypomanic psychosis. This symptom of paranoia can be from stimulants like Adderall, but that you're not listening to me repeating that, that tends to be with weed-induced psychosis. Is he smoking a lot of weed? Is he doing dabs, anything like that? Not at all. He does
4: not like smoking weed at all. Edibles? Edibles? Not at all. Okay,
1: well, it may all be stimulant, uh, and stimulants cause a, a paranoid psychosis, indistinguishable from schizophrenia. They look when they get wildly psychotic, mm-hmm. uh, and the in the unfortunate thing yeah. about the psychosis, like I told Rich when he was smoking crack, the psychosis is about uniformed officials. With amphetamines, the psychosis is directed at family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers and with a prominent mm-hmm. paranoia, the way you're describing. So that's a side effect. and, and Of the meth, of, of, of any um, amphetamine, of, amphetamines, of, amphetamines, stimulants, oh, other than cocaine, which think. causes the uniformed official preoccupation. Uh-huh. So oh. he needs help, my friend. This is addiction, full-blown, and it is now a psychiatric problem on top of that. Okay?
4: Yes, thank you. And just like how you said, like some days he would blame it on me, and then the next day, he was very depressed and mm-hmm. down, asking me for help. Mm-hmm. And this cycle would keep repeating itself.
1: Mm-hmm. He's probably using when he, yeah. and he's on the days when he's up. So he's getting this sort of accelerated hypomanic psychosis, and then he gets a depression on the other side.
0: Yeah, so yeah, every action mm-hmm. has an equal Yeah, so you've
1: got to get him to a psychiatrist. And if there's somebody prescribing the Adderall, call that doctor and tell him or her that he is psychotic and that doctor is responsible for taking care of him uh, because the Adderall is figuring into this, okay? Mm-hmm. All yeah, right, thank it's you very so hard, much. it's yeah, very yeah. hard. He's going to need treatment for the addiction after the psychiatric well, problem is stabilized.
0: I've, I've been on, like I have had anxiety. When I was 21, I was hospitalized for anxiety and mm, they didn't know what anxiety was. They didn't know what it was back huh. then. They just gave you Thorazine, and Haldol, and you do the Thorazine shelf. I mean, this is That was 40, more than
1: anxiety, dude.
0: Well, no, that's what I had. They didn't, 40-something years ago, they weren't really 40 treating. years ago?
1: I started working at a psychiatric hospital in 1985,
0: So, and, and
1: the, they did not use that for anxiety well, back then. Well, that's
0: what I had, generalized anxiety. Huh. But it was, it went to another level where right. I was detached, you know, Feeling detached, uh, you know, just panic. Oh,
1: you are you having panic and, and, and yeah. uh, diso- dissociation. So and I've had stuff.
0: anxiety throughout my life, on mm. and off. And I've had medication. Mm. And they say, take this. I take half. Mm, good. I do it barely through the pandemic, mm. you know, maybe with comedy a little. But uh, I've very real, rarely taken a, and the, went down to five milligrams. So I take half of that if I have to. Mm. So- You know, as an addict, if I was prescribed one and took four, then there's a problem. Mm -hmm. If I was prescribed one and started melting it down and shooting it, there'd be a (laughs) a bigger problem. So there's different in addiction and recovery. uh, We're not doctors. Mm -hmm. You know that. Mm -hmm. So you you put a lot of trust into doctors.
1: Well, doctors screw up my
0: patients all the
1: time. Do that. All the time. And they do not, I'd say 98% of doctors do not understand addiction. They do not yes. get it. Just this guy, he's, he's clearly an alcoholic. Give that yeah. guy Adderall. Are you fucking kidding me? And maybe he had a stimulant history too. Who knows? The your Is doctor
0: it, gave him the Adderall? It, it sounds he, like it happens oh.
1: all the time, my friend. Giving wow. opiates to a drug addict. All my patients were being killed by my peers routinely back in the, the opioid overprescribing uh-huh. days. Routinely killed hundreds of my patients. Wow. Terrible. Jeff Conway, they killed him. It's just awful. It's just disgusting what happened back in those days. And finally, we stopped. So here we are. All right, we're gonna. Let's see here. All right, we're gonna have a different kind of topic. Okay, switch gears. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, not addiction so much here. We're gonna go more of your mom's housey kind of stuff. Oh. This is uh, Will. What's going on, Will?
0: Hey, Doctor
2: June.
1: Yeah, buddy. What's so, happening?
2: this quick. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, so. Girlfriend, Anna, she's having an issue that where she's had a tear. The previous injury, she had a tear in her butt hole, And unfortunately, over the years, it'll just um, reopen, I would say.
5: Yeah. That
2: happens. And I can't seem to get her to where, like right now it's been happening and it's just not going away as far as pain. Like she takes repositories, et cetera. But she doesn't want to go back to the doctor for it. Like she's been treated for it when the injury happened years ago, um, and I don't know what what else can there be that because she did not want to do a cool mask to be All again. right, hold
1: on. So hold she on.
2: Not trying to get that all messed up and.
1: Will, what was the original uh, injury? Yeah, so called. What was the injury?
2: Is it, is it
0: a tear in her butthole? I don't yeah. know how I, I get that, happened. but you said it was Maybe a... Tear. Okay,
1: so, so it's not a tear.
0: A tear in a, but, a butthole, is it? it, is it, it yeah. It's a tear, <laughs> of sorts. <course>. <laughs> she, she has a butthole. And, Lucky. and
1: it's, not a, it's not a tear. It, it's a, it's a, Something's happening there and recurs. And what kinds of things like that... A tear is when you, something gets in there and tears it. There's a trauma. It's probably but a hemorrhoid. But this is not a tear. Mm, could be hemorrhoid, but it's more likely to be a fissure or a fistula. And those things need to be treated. And the fistulas, particularly, are actually important because they can start to proliferate, move around and stuff, and be associated with Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. So it is extremely important that a doctor take a look at this.
0: <laughs> i be here with more anxiety than I, no I want I have I, all I, these things now I, I, in my I head. I aim to hell. I aim <laughs> to hell.
1: So, so it's, yeah, it is not a tear. It's probably a fissure, to be fair. I mean, you can use some cortisone cream on it, that kind of thing. If it goes away with that, that increases the probability of that. But... But my fear is that it's a fistula, and that is a much, much more significant thing, and doctors do need to evaluate that. Again, if it's a fistula, she'll need to work up for Crohn's because that's a common sort of feature or complication of Crohn's disease. Oh, this is interesting. Let's talk to Adam here. Hi, Adam. What's going on?
5: Hey, Dr. James. How you doing? Oh, James, what's um, happening? I, had a, I have a question. question. Um, mm-hmm. Not really, but... So I'm 35 years old. I had a heart transplant 18 years ago. Wow, 17. Um, I'm doing really well, clearly. Um, and uh, nobody can really answer this question. What? What's the over under on making it? You think another 18?
0: Ooh, I don't really know what the under. record
5: is for heart transplant survivor, but I'd like to be the one.
0: Live in the moment you have today. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: you know it's common to you're, you're you're so you've lived with it for essentially twenty years, right? Correct. Yeah, decades are common for people to live decades with a heart transplant, especially when they're doing when they do well. They continue typically continue to do well, right? I mean, that's the person that's going to live the decades. <laughs> How many decades? And then what do you do if this starts to fail? I don't know, but I do know that twenty ish years is sort of a median but that means there's a lot of people on both sides right and you're clearly one of the good True. cases yeah clearly
0: yeah. i mean i get a new car like every year so 20 years <laughs> are you kidding me but, i'm i'm but, gonna, i don't know if it's a good comparison how, how often do you see the cardiologists
1: and the transplant people
5: and now i'm uh on an annual basis
1: yeah and what do they tell you
5: Uh, they tell me to keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, honestly, uh, I've made a lot of changes in the past two years. Mm -hmm. Uh, stopped drinking, uh, exercising more. I'm not, uh, I'm not fat, but I'm definitely a four. I don't know if that helps at all. What are you taking for,
1: um, uh, for the transplant? For what medication?
5: I'm on relatively low amount of medications, tacrolimus, Mm -hmm. Mm serolimus, and one for blood pressure and
1: cholesterol that's it yeah that's i mean boy you could keep taking that for a long time and if you're having no rejection i i don't know yeah. do they do echocardiograms every year
5: yeah uh <laughs> do you know it's what your fifty-five percent?
1: yeah okay so his ejection fraction is 55 percent. Uh, normal is 55 to 60 so he has a normal normal that's the amount of blood pushed forward with each pump of the heart hey man i I wouldn't be surprised if you go another twenty.
0: Yeah. And look at it this and, way. And then
1: who knows what kind of advancements we'll have by
0: then. And at least listen, I know people have cracks in their ass. So <laughs> on the bright hand, you know what I mean? You may
1: you missed that last call. <laughs> uh but yeah, I, I let's let's look as positively as possible. I mean, things can deteriorate all of a sudden for no good reason, but not likely. Not likely. Okay.
5: Cool. Yeah, right, sounds good. I was just looking for somebody to give me some silver lining. My, yeah. uh, I, I, w- I was like, "Well, we don't want to, want to tell you anything." No, but. I
1: know. I get that they don't because they can't really. Yeah, but I, we're gonna, we're just gonna bet on you. Yeah.
5: All right.
1: Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. All I right, appreciate that. All right, Adam from Nashville. Well that's, done, my friend. That's sounds cool.
0: Amazing, a heart transplant. Twenty years with it. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Like what we, what they can do mm-hmm. is like just. I mean, you know. I had implants in my teeth, and I I was nervous. amazed. <laughs> <You> know, amazed <laughs> yeah. at that, and yeah. just twenty years living. Are you all implants or yeah, just top and bottom?
1: That because of the substance use, uh,
0: or I or your you meticulous no, gum care? No, it's <laughs> uh, I just abuse. You know, growing up, mm. cavities and root canals, and just never. I mean, drug. It, I guess drugs people, didn't help. As but. a
1: friend of mine said, people that are into drugs aren't into their teeth, aren't into dentists. Yes, yeah, that's
0: not like <laughs> you know. Oh, I, you know, I was not going on a lot of dates, <laughs> uh, but I, it's just amazing a new heart. We're
1: gonna we're gonna watch some videos, uh, but first gonna we'll do a couple of ma- emails. Hi, mommy. I had a theory for a long time, but not sure if there's any truth behind it. Uh, does our shit stink because of some kind of evolutionary programming to not eat it? uh by our we've got thinking uh, audience out there they're thinking about things all the time uh it's waste but at what? at this point shouldn't it seem like normal smell because it's natural and not always so repulsive i'm thinking early on when the first humans were dum-dums but needed to eat they at least instinctively knew not to eat shit because it smelled terrible uh thanks for your insight like dogs eat shit you know i mean they, they there are other animals mammals that eat shit humans tend not to and to to this person's point, of, when I first read this email, I thought, "No, oh, come on. I mean, it' just it just is what it is. and but but disgust, okay, human disgust is an evolutionary emotion. And it has evolved to make us turn away from, move away from things that are infectious, typically. And one of the leading causes of infectious diseases in the world, and probably through history, is what's called oral fecal transmission of of course infectious disease. Well, so it's worms and it's amoeba and it's bacteria, and so this this person Sam has a point. There probably is something to that. We probably evolved to be extra disgusted by our own shit and its smell to make sure we don't go near it or it get infected. eating your shit. There you go.
0: All I know is every time I do my podcast with my wife, I eat shit every uh, yeah. time. But but isn't that what your podcast is
1: about? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, okay. It's, my stupidity in her
1: her brains. That's so funny. Here's another, this is a piss shake phenomenon. Uh, This is Matt, I've always wondered why women do not get to experience the full body shake that sometimes accompanies a particular wonderful piss. During my college days I did a poll and most women I came in contact with did not have any knowledge of the piss shake phenomenon. He's not talking about shaking off his penis, he's talking about the chill that people get at the end of urination sometimes uh hopefully you're going to enlighten listeners why this happens to men and why women are left out of the fun um it is a, a little more of a deal for men to evacuate their bladder there's longer for things to go you know it's the outside world is closer to the women's bladder and, number and, one
0: and look how many people you can meet in the in the bathroom right. in the rest area well, I've,
1: I've i peed mean, next to some famous people
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean i bring my own drill uh <laughs>
1: But but what I think I've always thought that you, you, you always talk about where some people get this kind of weird chill feeling. Uh-huh. There's something called post-micturation syncope, where people f- faint after they've peed, and this is mostly men, and Good it's because and it. it's because they <laughs> pee standing up. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna say that that chill phenomenon is probably something to do with us having a, a bit of a job to push stuff out, and we're standing up, so we might be getting like an autonomic response when we're in that state. That's how, what that is.
0: How come after you have uh, sex, mm-hmm. you pee after you ejaculate, like within? 10 or 15 it's, minutes, you, you go to the bathroom. Is there a medical reason? You're
1: irritated. The urethra gets a little irritated. So it gives you a sense of urge. urge oh, really? and, and the semen causes irritation in the urethra, too. That's fine. So then so.
0: during sex, like, we're both irritated. Hers is she's, mental, mine She's physical. a little more
1: irritated than you, but yes. you've, <laughs> you've Urethra irritation, she has, uh, her soul is irritated. Speaking <laughs> of eating shit, I guess we have uh, some shit stories coming. I didn't expect this, but you've got some videos for us? Yeah. All right, let's see what you got.
3: I know everyone has their panties in a bunch right now about how I have licked my own excrement before, but I will say I do not do that anymore. I have learned, and if I do do it, I make sure it's clean, usually. Um, But I also
5: don't do it with other people, so then I can't catch strep from them, and that's why I haven't gotten strep in over a year. Claps. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Is there videos of her licking shit out there? Is that what that is? I'm sure there is.
3: And why does she do it? Uh, she's a porn star. Oh. Okay. Well, I, there you go. Oh. <laughs>
1: that, that about sums it up. Wow.
0: Just so, when you thought you were your family's disappointment, you bring it to another level. Yeah.
1: I mean, degradation knows no bounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I have
5: gotten strep five times. Is this her? From licking yes. my own poop off of people.
2: How? I'm telling you, oh. I have no
5: boundaries. I
2: was about to say, I was At about all. to say, like you wouldn't do that. <laughs> you, were, you were wrong. <laughs> is that on <laughs> is that on OnlyFans? I mean, I don't want to see like it's it just, like, marketing. Be. Yeah, no, no, it used yes, to be, but, but it's not
5: even allowed on there. Anything like messy isn't allowed on there. That stuff has been that stuff's off camera.
0: Oh,
1: well, uh, and yet your mom's house seems to find it, and yet. We sure do.
0: Yes, and yet now she's headlining all over the country. Yeah, right?
1: Is it, I know. Are we <laughs> depraved or what? And, and so, when you guys find that stuff for the live shows, is that stuff people send in? Do you track down women like that and uh, see what they've got? The heavy some,
3: segment is usually uh, the heavy segment, like me and Zolo just pulling up, pulling ourselves by our bootstraps, and you know. Going into the trenches, yeah. And Zolo's what we ruined
1: can. forever, he's just ruined. You he's guys, he's
0: fine. I don't him. know why you're so worried about
1: him. I'm not, it, it's over. He was he,
2: ruined before he, we well, even made him do
0: that stuff. Whether
1: he was or he wasn't, he is now. He's, well, he's
0: got to go out and find these people,
1: he's got to find these videos. The, the, the your mom's house live shows has heavy segments which are stuff like this really heavy my wife and i were watching it driving down and we were driving in southern california and we thought oh the live show's on we got to watch we paid our 10 bucks and like oh there's tom and christina it was with rogan it was that one Mm -hmm. and uh and all of a sudden they started showing some rough what do you call them tough hard, heavy Uh, videos yeah heavy vids and uh, my wife got started getting so uncomfortable she said oh my tits hurt this is so uncomfortable
0: i I keep hearing this name, Rogan. Who is this? Yeah, it's a guy. You it's, made, I don't know, it's a podcast. No. We have heard of him. How, how, like, uh, I can't watch that stuff. Like, I was never even big on porn. Mm. I just, there's videos. It's just. I,
1: well, we cannot have your kind here. You'll have to leave. Oh, no,
0: <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. It's just, I don't know uh, if the boys on, can tolerate Rich. this. Yeah, oh. Let me, let me pull some stuff up
1: uh, for oh, you. Oh, oh, Jesus. Are you going to show some? Uh, he doesn't like show, this stuff. No, I said. don't, I know. <laughs> I
0: like <laughs> to gonna make show the people, I we'll uh, listen, I've been in studio, you know, where you see some of the weirdest stuff back in the day. Yeah, and, yeah. you know. Uh, I mean, look here, Rich,
3: that, describe what you're seeing. I don't see anything yet Oh, look at that!
1: Uh oh! Uh oh! Uh oh! Take, take it off! Take it off! I did not want him to throw look up on that.
0: me. Oh my God!
1: Well, uh, I will tell you what he's looking at. I, you want to take your headphone off, or might, wait, no, wait?
0: Is that? Those okay. are.
1: That's a wound. Yeah, and those he, and those are maggots eating the wound. Uh, and by the way, sometimes we'll put. We will put oh. maggots in wounds like that to debride them, so-called. But this one looks like it's so deep; it's going into the bone for sure. But is that the foot? That's a foot. Those are the the big toes over on the right, little toes on the left. That is oh. a diabetic foot. I'm gonna bet, and that person probably doesn't even feel that.
0: Oh, that's yeah. oh. Here
3: we got more yeah. stuff for you. No, oh, dude, I don't oh. want Rich no to kidding. vomit. Oh, this is. Look at this. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, Describe guy what you're seeing oh!
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Describe that? what you're seeing,
0: Rich <laughs> What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> oh, Jesus oh, Is that Tom? <laughs> oh, God Why wow. would they What the fuck is he doing? I know
1: It's beyond I know you haven't been around us long enough to understand what goes on uh, out here, there. In let the me world. change it up for you. <laughs> You're gonna turn it up. Oh, yeah.
0: uh, you can't be fucking for real. I, oh no, I can-
1: Jesus! What? He no. anal prolapse. Oh, that is so dangerous. I just see surgery when I see that stuff. Me, just surgery, surgery.
0: That's my. I do. That's my bit about the eel. The guy that put a. Put an eel up there? Uh, and I'd to go to the hospital, have it removed. Yeah. And I go, if that was me, this is an old I go, if that was me, I'd have to break my wrist first. And when I got to the hospital, I go, look, while I'm here, can you check to see if there's a live eel in my hand? <laughs> I mean, how do you do that without tying a string to the end of it as a safety net? <laughs> it's like I I was listening, I think, to Stern and they went to uh Oh like this God. fist fisting like you just saw. festival.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, Wolfie went to the fisting. Yeah, festival. D- yeah.
0: And yeah. all the way up to people. Like, how does that not kill you?
1: You just saw it. I, I, I don't know, frankly. I well, the, the tissue is very uh, flexible, resilient, but I you could easily puncture a colon that
0: way. Oh easily. my God! Yeah. You, and, you then heard- the,
1: and then the prolapse when it comes out, it can twist and cut off its own blood supply, and then you have a medical emergency on your hand. Oh, God.
0: Yeah, it's good times. I mean, whatever you're into. <laughs> no, nah, that that's that's at a whole nother level of look. Okay. I I <laughs> I get a finger or a pencil during a birthday or an anniversary. You know, I get that. But, you know, oh, thank you. It must be my birthday. Happy birthday to me. Mm-hmm. But a fist, you know, it's just it's too much. You're missing there's something inside that you're filling an empty hole. <laughs> yes, yes indeed. Yes indeed. That's outside your body, <laughs> right?
3: It's right outside the body.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. cave divers—that's been sitting there for a minute. Let's see what that is. It's not gonna make us throw up again, is it? My stomach really—hey, tears in my eyes. Oh no! So
0: this Christina uh, found. Oh, I could never do that. I could not do this either. Describe either. what you guys are saying. I seeing. can't. I can't even watch this guy
1: sliding through a very <sighs> tiny space. Is he nuts? Oh my god! You can't breathe when you're like that. I can't even watch it. it that's so that's right as hard.
2: Now I'm,
3: Drew, we can switch to the back to Reading the other up. stuff if you want. What's that? We can switch back to the heavy stuff if you
0: want. Uh, no, that this is as heavy as anything. Uh, he's sliding it's all about through. claustrophobic.
1: Yeah, i have a little claustrophobic. Oh, he's making he it. Too.
5: He's tra- okay. So I'm coming up out of this through a little tiny crack. Oh. If I get stuck, I have this rock with me, such that I can pop off some of these knuckles, which made it very hard to get into.
0: Now I have to go slow.
1: I can't wa- I don't know if I can watch this. It's, yeah, it's,
0: can we go back to the fish yeah, I know. I'd much rather see <laughs> that. A lot of people um, ask why we do
5: this. Yeah. Why? You're just never going to get a sufficient answer. Why do you wake up in the morning?
0: Not to you know, do, do that. What drives you?
5: What makes you want to get up and go study a subject or go to work or go out hang out with your friends? It's really nothing, right? This is life. And that's all. This is our way of living. Ugh. It is not our way of dying.
1: Yeah, but it looks like it's going to be, whether it is or it isn't. So... That is so... That is. I have all kinds of phobias about that. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. You're welcome.
0: Well, even... Ah. And this is... Even when I watch MMA once and they're all curled up, I... I have to take deep breaths. Yeah, yeah. and obviously, uh, you know, when I was a kid, remember when they did pylons? Yes. Friend, if I was on the bottom, I'd have panic. Yes, yes. And I, they say, what it's fear of being buried alive, claustrophobia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's reasonable. <laughs> that that is.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm short of breath just sitting here. When I watch okay.
0: MMA, I i I'm like, uh, I start getting. I don't like it. No, no. Yeah,
1: everybody's got their thing. I just realized that's mine.
0: <laughs> it's good that, to know. I'm making a
5: note of it. That means I'm
0: going to get a dose of that every fucking week. Have you seen the mountain climbers without the ropes? And they yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah,
1: that's not as bad as this. Yeah, that to me, to me, the mountain climbing thing. I'm just like, well, not going to do that. (laughs) It's like, good luck. They're sleeping on the side of the mountain. This, I feel like I'm seeing somebody die.
0: Well, yeah, anything can go wrong. And how they going to come get them? Mm
1: -hmm. Anything, Rich? Don't rub it in. Can't do anymore. All right. Oh, (laughs) Jesus! Is that the bottom of that page? Or is there something underneath cave divers? TikTok, probably. Let's do a couple of TikToks.
3: Yeah, we can do a couple of TikToks. Yeah, like I, yeah, look,
1: I need some cool guys to cleanse my palate.
3: Yeah, here's our oh. favorite cool guy. Okay. Whoa. Oh, here oh, he is. Oh, boy. Beautiful Saturday. <clears throat> kind of a cool breeze, but it's getting hot. But I'm barbecuing goat anyway.
1: Goat? Uh-oh.
3: Just sitting back here by the fire. Watching it cook and get beautiful.
1: Well, that's kind of nice. Yeah. A year ago. Yeah, that guy's 27.
3: <laughs> Y'all have a really wonderful Saturday. Please.
0: A right, little creepy. That's little why. Creepy. one of your answers why I don't eat red meat. Uh, that that guy, this, guy, guy. this guy. Yeah. Uh,
1: so <laughs> is there another from him? I, I know you're leading me down some kind of path with this guy.
3: I'm is not it? leading you towards anything. This is just what we have of him. Okay. Yeah. It, but gets,
1: it gets seems to get creepier with time.
3: I do have uh, some other things that okay. you asked for okay. previously.
1: Oh, get those medical calls too. Oh, this guy. Look at this guy.
3: Oh, super fast martial arts guy.
1: He, sh- he shows himself oh, eating sorry. pizza fast. He's into just flicking his wrists around, essentially. Why, what would make somebody put that on a TikTok or on, a, on a, any kind it's, of
0: video, even? It's, it's what's wrong. Uh, with the internet yeah it gives people a platform that shouldn't have a platform
1: yes okay fair <laughs> enough he shouldn't have he's he, he, welcome he was, to go doing this we shouldn't be aware of it we shouldn't see it got another one? Oh, here he is this is him again so his claim uh, to fame
0: is just being a lot, a lot of quick moves well looking at him he doesn't have to fight girls off I'll tell you that <laughs> no. and those aren't good kicks those are bad kicks they're not real kicks, right? Sort of. uh, it's just, just movement. The front kick's okay. As, uh,
1: what does he think he's doing? Do you have any idea? He's
3: kicking ass. He's
1: kicking some ass. Don't he get near him. He's taking
3: names.
0: Look at,
1: uh, his hands are registered.
0: Whoa, <laughs> so fast. His hands are registered. <laughs> I'm sure he is too, as an offender. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of looks like I'm it. I'm killing in the control room. <laughs> uh, I had
1: uh, yeah, yeah, seen enough of that guy now. I'm just done with him. How about like, I did need to see. oh. Oh, you know, a dog's eating a snake? Dachshund's eating a snake. <laughs> the dachshunds can't get enough of that
5: snake.
0: <laughs> Who
1: left it? You don't like dachshunds?
0: I mean, we have a Yorkie. I like shepherds. Mm -hmm. Me too. We have an Australian shepherd. I love shepherds. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we have a Yorkie and a cat. I like the cat. And the Yorkie's my wife's, but Mm -hmm. shepherds are the dogs. I'm going to take some more calls here. Just a couple more calls. I've had enough
1: of people. I thought cool guys are going to make me better. Surprise. Uh, Let me see. David, what's going on?
2: Hey, Dr. Drew, how you
1: doing, man? Good. What are you doing?
2: Uh, Delivering mail.
1: Nice. What's up?
2: Uh, so I've been a mailman for like almost five years. I want to like keep doing this as a career. Like, Mm -hmm. so I'm 60, like some of these other guys in my office. Okay. Um, I'm like holding my piss a lot. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a lot. Mm -hmm. So is there health concerns I should be aware of when I'm 50, 60 years old, if I'm still doing that?
1: I mean, it's not the best for your prostate. It irritates the prostate. You can get uh, sort of atonic bladder or even splastic bladder, so you can get problems with the bladder musculature or make it difficult or alter the way you can empty your bladder as you get older. But it's not of itself, I mean, you know, how many hours are we talking here?
2: Oh, that I'm holding it? Yeah. I mean, maybe like an hour, hour and a half? That's oh, a nothing.
0: That's, that's a, nothing. I went three days. <laughs> No, that's a
1: nothing. So you might have a urologist look at your prostate to make sure it's okay because you're having. It sounds like you might be having some symptoms, but uh, no. I mean, you could you could do a lot longer than that and still be fine.
2: For like forty years, though, I'm talking.
1: Dude, like, you hold your urine overnight every night. <laughs> yeah. Every night you go eight hours without peeing,
0: right? Oh, not or me. Many, well, Yeah, but I'm it. not laying. <laughs>
2: not, I, I get it. I'm not laying down, having to. Piss my pants, so you know what
0: I mean. Look, I don't want to burst your bubble, but in twenty years it won't be male anymore anyhow. So don't worry oh, How about dare you?
1: How dare no. you? <laughs> uh, but you, the, you're you're walking and standing, and that puts more pressure on the prostate primarily. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, you need to get a proper urological checkup to make sure you don't have any urological issues. But obviously people deliver the mail and people are on their feet working for long hours without urinating and do just fine. I mean, you're sort of designed for that. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, I feel like there's one more story up there that I've not seen. The subway story. What is that all about?
3: Right. Yeah, this is a great
1: one. Oh, boy.
2: I thought I would take this time to tell you guys what happened in the subway bathroom the other night, the other day. I wasn't going to tell you guys, but fuck it. Why the hell not? I've told you guys everything else, right? Right. So I walked in the subway and I told the guy, I'm going to buy a sandwich after I use the bathroom, which I was. But I was in such a hurry to get to the toilet that by the time I pulled down my pants, before I even sat on the toilet, I was already pooping. Uh. It was all over the toilet seat, all over the porcelain part of the toilet. And when I stood up to get dressed... I had poop all over my jacket. It was incredibly disgusting. And I had to use toilet paper, a whole roll of toilet paper, to clean up the whole mess. Jeez Louise.
0: Jeez Louise. Things oh. that
2: happen when your body gets old. Oh.
0: <laughs> you start to look like a jack-o'-lantern. Uh, that's one. She would going to put a candle in her mouth. And-
1: <laughs> <laughs> she is coolest of cool, man. But I wonder what any thinks when he hears of somebody losing control like this. As you get older, you lose your... Tonicity, you're not so toned, right? And so some of those, some of the, some of the, mm, the, the gaskets are looser. She can't control it. She can't be like you. She just doesn't have the muscular ability to do it any longer. Oh, I mean, yeah. her first problem is subway. Yeah, not going to subway. That's an interesting problem.
5: I mean, homie, she can't figure out how to resize text to fit the fucking screen. <laughs> no, I don't think she's gonna figure rare. out.
1: <laughs> it's pretty. Rare. She is the coolest of cool, though. I mean, I, I like really cool. Ladies and guys. They are
2: poop all over my jacket.
1: She reminds you a little bit of uh slow Wendy. Or what does Wendy call down? Oh, Challenge. Well, what they call her now? I don't know what they call her, it, but yeah.
0: it's kinda sad. It's kinda sad, yeah. But actually not. My wife's sister has Down syndrome mm. and I mean she's getting old, she's gonna but she probably has the greatest life. She doesn't everybody goes, Oh, but she has no worries, right? I mean, you know what I mean. Yes, not
1: and, like, and uh, oftentimes the affect is very bright, and they have very cheerful, and they have yeah. good interpersonal relationships. Yeah. So she
0: loves Elvis. <laughs> is that her thing? Yeah, we That's took her so to fun. Graceland one year. Wow. Yeah, yeah.
1: interesting. Uh, and then we had some video medical questions, right? Is that didn't we have something like that going on there? Yeah. Give me, a, give me at least one of those. Let me yeah, see I'll if I can struggle with it a little bit. The, you know, these, are, the, these are questions... Here we are. That we put up on uh, Instagram that I answered rather quickly. But I thought I'd bring some of them back around on the show to kind of... Eh, maybe elaborate a little further. And I bet Rick Rich can even help with this one. Life pro tip. If you take an electric toothbrush and hold it up against your head, you can simulate a lobotomy. That is a pro tip that is could not be further from the truth. It's total bullshit. So you have something vibrating on the front of your skull and you think that is anything like a lobotomy? Lobotomy is where you take an ice pick and you hammer it up above the (laughs) eye into the brain cavity and then sweep it back and forth inside the skull, not against the skull, up in the brain. That was lobotomy. And as it pertains to lobotomy, when people talk about... The standard of care in medicine, we have to follow the standard of care. Do you, I, in my in my career, I've seen three different standards of care has been wrong, not just wrong, deadly wrong. And lobotomies or, or so-called psychosurgeries were one of these standards of care that was insane. The guy that invented lobotomy win, win, won, the, won the Nobel Prize for medicine.
0: But why would they give that to somebody to... I mean, they're done after it. They're done, right? No,
1: no. They, like Rosemary Kennedy had it. John F. Kennedy, Robert Kennedy's sister, had it because she was a, probably had a borderline personality disorder, probably some drug addiction. And they, people were difficult and they wanted to make them better. And so they were, they'd disconnect their frontal lobes and they would be docile. And they would stop having some sometimes psychotic symptoms, things like that. Uh And I took care of a ton of these people in the 80s and somebody in the 90s because at the psychiatric hospital where I worked, all the psychosurgery patients were still left over in their 70s and 80s. Disastrous. Disasters, all go to nursing homes. All, they, they get something called gliosis where scar t- starts to build in the brain. It's just a mess. Wet
0: brains, they? No,
1: it's okay. way worse than that. It's way yeah. weirder too. It's like they can't think right and they can't regulate their feelings and they can't interact socially normally. You ever heard the story of uh, Phileas Gage? This guy that was tamping down a, an explosive and the bar went right through his head and his eye and he survived?
0: No, I, and, I, I,
1: and he seemed normal right afterwards. He had a frontal lobotomy. And, um, but then he slowly deteriorated over his lifespan. Well, that's that's what happens to these people. So, Ooh. hey, good times. Standard well, of care, buddy, standard of care. Give me one more, there he is, there's Phileas Gage. And Look he's, at that. And he's holding, there's the tube there, that's uh, what happened, that's, yeah, he's holding the thing that went through his head. And oh um, he, he, at the time of the accident, was a, like a high level, there's the skull where it went through in the skull high level managerial position where he was uh, like managing large, you know, groups of, of uh, essentially uh, he was dynamiting through hills. He was an engineer. He ended up becoming like a stage coach operator and a sociopath and was stealing and didn't, couldn't control his language and was cussing and was sexually inappropriate with everybody because he didn't have frontal lobe function.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. So. yeah. Well, I think whenever a tube goes through your skull, something's going to happen. You know, you, a lot of people I know end up, uh, driving a stage coach after Some a of them goes- end up
1: podcasting, I think.
0: It's, yes. Like, <laughs> isn't that where <laughs> it
1: normally goes? Uh, one more medical question, and then we'll, we'll kind of wrap things up.
4: Can all the doctors of TikTok please explain to me what's happening to my eyeball right now? Just wait. Can you see this?
1: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is
4: happening to me? I can't see okay? it.
1: So one pupil is a lot bigger than the other. Oh. Just show, maybe you can show a picture of it there. So that's one's oh, yeah. big, and that one's not so oh, big. Oh, yeah. So it's called anisocoria, and that is uh, actually typically caused by a virus. It's called an pupil, Addie's pupil, um, A-D-D-I-E apostrophe S. And if it's more than a millimeter difference, uh, it's, it's significant. I mean, there are other more drastic things that can cause that. There's aneurysms and tumors and things can do it as well, but that's usually associated with other neurological findings or symptoms. There's just pupillary responses like that is usually a virus, Addie's pupil.
0: How about that? I'm. You nailed it, Drew. I have I impressive man. <laughs> look up Addie's pupil. Look up A D D I E. Knowing the knowledge you have and all this medical, how do you not have anxiety thinking about all this stuff?
1: You go. You're exactly right. You go. Oh, it's one D. I thought it was two D's. You go through a period in your training where you are. You feel that. you See, these are the pupillary differences. Shouldn't that look like her? As a natty's pupil, and you first you start thinking you have everything. Yeah. Then you start worrying you're going to get everything, and then you become so grateful when you realize how much shit there is to to get. You just become grateful that you can get from one day to the next. Yeah. The the fact that we don't get these things is the miracle, and you begin to
0: appreciate that. Well, there years ago a comic died of meningitis, mm. and then I heard if you have meningitis you can't touch your chin to your chest because your spine swells up. Yeah. Well, so for two weeks I was walking around <laughs> like that. But to be fair, it's because yeah. it hurts so much.
1: There's oh, so much right. pain when yeah. you, it's called nuchal rigidity. It's rigid and painful when you with their neck.
0: So. Hey, good times. Uh, yes, you feel Although, better now. The last big thing I had, the last upper endoscopy I had, mm-hmm. uh, v- bile got into my lungs through the from the camera during the during you the to procedure, procedure. So you I had to, aspirated. You have to go to the hospital. Yeah, two two days in. Oh, two and a half days in the hospital. A, that's one out of a thousand people. Yes, I know. I one know. out of a thousand people, uh, and I was in the hospital. I, I woke up, and I've had so many upper endoscopies yes. and colon, you know, yes. I get. Yeah, me too. I get checked, uh, so I was one in a thousand when it comes to that. Well, I always knew you were special. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, where can speaking of special, where should people look for you? I don't go to richfoss.com, uh, buy my merch. I guess I don't buy the yeah, Rich Go, to the, go to see the
1: pod. Listen to the podcast. Yeah, my
0: wife hates me. podcast, Yeah. Uh, wherever you get your podcast from, and go to richfoss. All my tour dates. I'm all over the place. Non-stop. And
1: you can find all the specials on on Netflix or HBO or wherever?
0: Uh, uh, Those are old. I mean, I got a new one coming out. I have another one. I taped at a 12-step convention. Oh, how interesting. The first one to do this ever. My backdrop looks like a meet. It's really cool. When is that? Obviously, I don't show the audience. Yeah. What's that? When's it coming out and where? I think, uh, when did he tell me? It'll be on Amazon and all those other internet platforms, you know, Pluto, Roku, all that stuff. So, But it's called uh, uh, Rich Foss Anonymous. It's pretty cool. Rich, great to see you again. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. And I am going to think about a lot of this stuff. (laughs) Put it out of your mind, everybody. Put it out of your mind. We'll see you next time.